Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. G'day, it's Stevic from 12 Ninja here. And look, if you like American football, you should check out Saints Happy Hour podcast. I personally know all about American football, other than it's a bunch of massive blokes wearing spandex shoulder pads and helmets running around with a throwing a football. In Australia, you don't throw footballs. You punch it or you kick it. And there's um, no protection. They're all naked. And there's sharks and crocodiles fired out of cannons onto the field and we all stand around and drink blood watching it but American football's your thing you know what to do Saints Happy Hour podcast stick it in your ear hole I'm going to uh, count us down and we are going to go in three two one Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. It's time for the Saints post-game editions on the Twitter spaces. We do this every week after the Saints play. The Saints defeated the Falcons in, I think, the most saints Falcony game you're ever going to see. Like, both of these teams desperately wanted to give this game away. Atlanta managed to succeed. The Saints tried to give it to him, give it back to them, but Desmond Ritter was too stupid to throw a Hail Mary, which, my boy, if you know, Hail Marys from the Falcons against the Saints really, really work well. You should have maybe thrown the ball at the end. Um, but the Saints are 5-9. and nine. Um, Atlanta managed to run for nearly 200 yards and not win. That's the second time a team has managed to do that this weekend. The Ravens did it against Cleveland yesterday. I don't understand how you can run for 200 yards and only score 18 points, but that's Atlanta because Desmond Ritter is terrible. Um, Listen, we're all going to root for Tampa to lose at 3.30 today, and that'll be fun because it's always fun to root against Tom Brady in any circumstances. But let's just put the playoffs nonsense aside. Saints are 5-9. and nine. They are terrible. They did all their Saints-like activities today, but managed to win because the Falcons are a little bit worse. Um, and by the way, I know it's just one game, but kids, 
Don't sweat about Desmond Ritter. He ain't it. Atlanta don't have a quarterback. The Saints don't have a quarterback. Carolina don't have a quarterback. And Tampa won't have a quarterback next year either. The NFC South will remain a beautiful dumpster fire. Hey, if you want to talk, ask to talk, and we'll get to you. Guys, try to make your comments pretty short. We want to get to as many people to, that, that can talk at, as possible. Jason Champagne, you're first up. What you got for us? Well, Ralph, just before you, you started, you said the Saints were five and nine with a bullet. With a bullet. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't get to, I didn't get to actually watch the game. I had to listen because <laughs> here in Jackson, they decided to play the Cowboys instead. Um, but I was wondering, did they use the bullet to shoot themselves in the foot? Cause the they way this did. game ended, they just, they, they, they were <laughs> they, playing they like they didn't even want to win. They, they just wanted to tank. They tried, man. The thing is, the thing is that was weird is, Camara got the first down too fast, so the clock like didn't yeah. work in their favor, and they couldn't kneel it down, and like the math didn't work out. Um, but here's the thing: like, if you're gonna run Taysom on that play on fourth and one, I know you're thinking, ah, it's fourth and one, we'll just sneak it. But Taysom is like, like he's better in the shotgun. Like, I wouldn't have minded them running it out of the shotgun. One, Jason, because Taysom's just more comfortable there, and two, like it takes more time off the clock, right? So, like, even if Atlanta stuffs it, I think it would have taken, like, four or five more seconds, which it ended up not mattering because Desmond Ritter, like, he's just, I mean, he's just. He, 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 for a dude with a 9-6 Raz score, he looked very Ian Bookish athletic-wise. But, listen, Jason, put the criticism. We could criticize Dennis Allen and and want him fired. But, like, they beat Atlanta. The all-time series is tied at 54. Like, they won today. I want to be happy. I don't want to. We can deal with the negativity if you want. But, like, can we at least first, like, enjoy the fact that Dennis Allen, who is in the running for maybe worst three or four coaches in Saints history ever. Like, he's he's 2-0 against Atlanta. Like say what and, you and want, and that's what's gonna go, and that's what's gonna go on his coaching tombstone. That's right. At, that's right. It's two and zero versus Atlanta. Two and zero. And by the way, like I, I understand the nerds love Arthur Smith and his run game is so good and his offense when they get a quarterback they're gonna be good. Like an F cap space. Like I'm telling you, man, the Saints. Like I, I know it feels like they're terrible, and I know it feels like they don't have a quarterback, and I know it feels like they self destruct and all that. But I'm telling you, man, nine wins is going to win the South. Nine, eight wins is going to win the South this year, Jason. And nine wins is going to win it next year. So, like, it feels like you're miles away. But they're close because they're in the worst division. They're really, they are close they, to, to competing in this division. Hell, they're only a game out now. Um, and by the way, like, if you want to be positive for today, you look at the Saints, Jason. Olave, Shahid, Jawan Johnson. That's a nice core of guys to build around. I'm not saying it's Super Bowl worthy. I'm not saying it's that. But that's a nice core. You add a running back in the draft. You add another receiving piece, whether a tight end or a receiver. You got something really nice if you could figure out freaking quarterback. You got and you got and, and they're young too. So like it's not all it's not all yep. doom and gloom. It's not, and you got Trevor Penning there that's going to be set to take over at left tackle next year. So you're set there. I mean, you get a couple pieces. 
hey, you're right there at the eight wins you need. That's right. That's right. So, Jason, thanks for joining us. Hey, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Saints are at five win. Over, under, six and a half wins for the Saints. I'm still going the under. Under, yeah. Here's the thing. Like, the thing is, and thanks, Jason, for joining us. The thing is, and by the way, support the freaking show. We had a bunch of people sign up over the weekend. I don't have their names in front of me, but it's so gratifying for you guys to sign up. But support the show. If you listen to this version of the show, the the spaces, and you love it, and I know a lot of people, it was really gratifying to say, hey, Elon Musk, is he going to kill spaces? I'm going to miss Saints Happy Hour postgame. If you love the postgame, if you love the free version of the podcast, please consider supporting us go to saintshappyhour.com sign up and try us out for a month you support the show and you allow us to do fun stuff like this go to saintshappyhour.com and do it but what i was going to say is the saints like they have a bunch of young exciting pieces and it's not that they're not that far away uh from being decent and listen Arthur Smith is not that great of a coach. We know Todd Bowles isn't. What's the guarantee Carolina's going to hire somebody good, right? They may keep Wilkes because they think he's doing a decent job, and he may be a bomb. You don't know. So I'm just saying the Saints are pretty close. Uh, And look, it just feels good. Like, I I just, in my fandom, I I love beating Atlanta. Uh, I love the fact that Taysom Hill is their daddy, threw another touchdown against them. Taysom couldn't close it out, but he did have some nice runs today. I, I just... Beating Atlanta will always warm my heart, and I, I will choose beating Atlanta over a better draft pick, firing a coach, whatever. I will always choose beating Atlanta because it makes me so freaking happy. And this is the happiest I've been in a while for the Saints, so it was great. Ryan, what you got for us? Glad we swept the dirty bird. That's right. So, so Ryan, how you feeling? How you feeling about it? Today. I feel freaking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thanks, Ryan. I, I, I want to question, then we have some more people. Ryan, is are, is Tampa going to get to eight wins? By the base of their schedule, they may look into it. Yeah, I, I think so. But, but here's, you know, the thing is, to me, the, the thing with Tampa is uh, obviously today we'll see how they do against Cincinnati, and they'll start they'll start since they'll start in Cincinnati in a little bit, and, and we'll see how that goes. But um, if they don't beat Cincinnati, then it becomes can they beat Arizona to get to eight? Because I, I think they'll have a hard time against Carolina. I think they'll have a hard time against Atlanta because Tampa just cannot freaking score. Uh, any other any other thoughts on this game, Ryan, before I get to some other people? Also, we need a new offensive coordinator more oh than my anything God. else. Oh, my God. You, here's it. Like, the thing is, the thing is with, with, and thanks for joining us, Ryan. The thing is with Pete, man, is like, he did some great stuff today, and he did some just horrible, annoying stuff today that I'm just like, what are you doing, Pete? The thing is with the Saints is... I think at the core of their problem on offense is they have a stubborn refusal to accept that they can't run the ball. And when they get the lead, I know what Pete's thought process is. His thought process is, 
deep down in places I don't like to talk about, I don't really trust Andy Dalton. So we're up 21 to 10. We're up 21 16. I want to run the ball. I want to be up a 2018. I want to run the ball and run at this clock because I don't really trust Andy Dalton to make throws. And that's what he always does. But they can't run the ball. But they did it today. They did it today enough to give them credit. Look, they taste some fun snap, but they did what they needed to do to make it impossible for Atlanta to, to win. So the, the, the two minute offense was good enough. Uh, freaking about football, what you got for us? Uh, I don't. Th- I don't think Tampa is going to get to eight wins, but I think they're going to win the division with seven. To be Ooh, honest, that... <laughs> I like I, because here's the thing. I think the Saints can actually get the seven wins. I think they can beat Carolina, and I think they can beat uh, Cleveland. But if both teams finish with seven wins because Tampa Bay swept us, I mean they're going to go to the playoffs. Yeah, I think. Um, I, yeah, I, I do agree with that. I think there's a. I think there's a real possibility because it's fifty fifty. Because look, the Saints have an uncanny ability to play the same game over and over and over again, where they do a bunch of stuff great, they get a double-digit lead, but they can't close. And they did it today, but they haven't done it most of the year. I think now they're four and five in one-score games, and they've lost and they've lost two games where they've been at a, at a 75 or 80% chance in win probability to win, Cincinnati and Tampa. So, like, Cleveland, like, Cleveland... Cleveland, you can't. Cleveland can't stop the run against anybody. Even Tampa, who at one point was the worst running team in the history of the NFL, even they managed like 80 yards against Cleveland. So the Saints, they're going to play this game again next week. Like, don't think for a single solitary second that they're going to go to Cleveland and lay an egg. I mean, they might, but the odds are they're going to play this same game again. We're going to look at the game and we're going to be like, oh, Saints are up 24-14 in the third quarter. This is cool. And then, with two minutes to go, Deshaun Watson will have the ball, and it'll be 27-24 Saints. And we'll be like, how do you do this every freaking week, Saints? But this is the 2022 Saints. It's what they do. They do it every single week. And that's what, it, that's what it's going to be next week, freaking about football. I really believe that. Like, Cleveland's going to be a coin, yeah. it's gonna be a coin, flip, coin flip game. Listen, I'll take that over what's going to happen in two weeks, which is just going to be a, a epic disaster of a show that I I don't really want to watch against the Eagles. Um, <laughs> no, I, I really believe I really believe that there is a very good probability that every single team in the NFC South goes into the final two weeks alive, and what it will be is it'll be Saints six and nine. Atlanta six and nine, Tampa six and nine, Carolina five and ten, but not out of it because they'll say to themselves, if we can beat Tampa and the Saints and get to seven, we'll have the tie broke we'll have the tiebreaker over both of them and we'll win this garbage dump of a division. So I, I you know? I- no, I agree with you, but at some point, like, you know, there was the report that Carolina's owner really likes Levis in the draft and stuff like that. Like, at some point, I feel like Carolina, Atlanta, the both those guys, even, well, not Tampa Bay, they're just going to go and all in for Brady, but one of those two teams might just say, why, what's the use of making the playoffs? We're going to get blown. Like, I know making the playoffs is great for the fans, but as an organization. I think that's true. I think, I think, I think Tampa... I, I, I don't think Carolina will because I think Carolina, like, they like their coach. They play hard for him. I think there's a sense in that locker room that they would like to – maybe maybe today changes it and they they don't care as much. But they've played hard for Wilkes. I think Tampa's going to – I mean, Carolina's going to play hard uh, all the way out. Atlanta, I think you're 100% correct. Like, like, playing Desmond Ritter today and seeing what he was, that was – 
we're not that's like Tampa saying we're not tanking but we're not not tanking yeah that's what to, that's what playing Desmond Ritter well, is if, if the, uh, I fully believe this I think if they had Mar- Mariota they would have probably rushed for like 250 300 yards today oh my god and I think they would have won oh because like they oh would, my god yeah De- because Desmond that was I said at the beginning like Desmond Ritter like and I told it I told it, Andrew this the game kind of went like I thought I was like listen De- Desmond Ritter He's going to do one read, and if it's not there, he's going to run. Yep. And I told him, and Andrew, I was like, listen, I watched him in Cincinnati, and he, and like he's got a nine six seven Raz. Like, I think he's going to be a pain in the ass, and he's going to have a ton of rushing yards. I looked at him today, and I was like, dude, I know your Raz, your Raz says you got elite athletic ability, but I ain't seeing it. I, no, he looks so slow. He looks so. He look, you know who he looked like? He looked like Ian Book. He looked like Ian Book, like athletic in college, yeah. but not against the big boys, son. Not against the big boys. And I, I remember he like escaped out of the pocket a couple times. I'm like, if that's Mariota, he might break that for like 25, 30 yards. And he just got like five yards yeah. out, and he got the first down. But it was it was embarrassing. I'll say one more thing before I get out of here. This is the worst Saints team in the past <laughs> one and a half decades, and they still swept Atlanta's ass. That's right. That's right. It's the wor- I mean, it's the worst Saints team since the 99 Saints, because th- and thanks for thinking about football. It's the worst Saints uh, It's the worst Saints team since 1999 because the Katrina season never happened. I, I, I just listen. I do not acknowledge the 2005 Saints in any form. I just like that. That season just didn't happen. So uh, here we go. Billy Ray Wade, what you got for us? I think. I think the Saints in any kind of way will win the division. I like it. Let, tell me why. Because you look, we beat we beat Atlanta. That's right. So some kind of way, I think Tampa gonna lose today, and they gonna lose two back to back, and we gonna end up winning the division. Well, I think th- thanks for the call. Thanks for joining us, Billy Ray. I, I, I really think the the, the game, the, the Saints are w- on week at a time. Right. I mean, you just take it one week at a time. And if they beat Cleveland, we go. But I really think the the, the game that really swings it, and right now the Saints are like a dollar scratch-off ticket. They still are alive, and you got a shot. They beat Cleveland, and, it, and Tampa loses the next two to Cincinnati and to Arizona. Then it's game on. Because I know everybody will say, oh, Philadelphia will crush us, and we got no shot. But you don't know what it, you don't know what Philadelphia is gonna. You don't know whether they'll give a damn in Week 17. You don't know what they'll be playing for. They might play people I have. You don't know what can happen. I saw I saw a, I saw a 13 and one Saints team lose to an absolute tire fire of a Tampa team at home in 2009, where the Saints absolutely had to have the game and they lost. Why? I don't know. It just happened. So like, so if you get to six and nine and everybody's tied and the Saints have a shot, like then it's just. Saints go and win the football game. Then it becomes like a 50-50 shot. So it really becomes it really becomes uh then. But we'll uh Billy 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 Ray Ray, what else you got for us before we before you get out of here? What else you got for us? Let me uh sorry about that. What Billy Ray, what else you got for us before you get out of here? Well uh well, all these uh, games going back to back, we know we got the winner over uh, Atlanta. So, that makes us tie for second. So, the only thing we hoping is that uh, 
Tampa Bay keeps losing. Yeah, I mean, I think the the thing is with Tampa Bay, and and, and Billy Ray, thanks for joining us. The thing is with, with Tampa Bay that is there are two things that just absolutely doom a football team, and 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 you never know what's going to happen. One, Tampa Bay can't score. So that makes them, like, any week, any team can beat them because two fluke plays, Tampa falls behind 10 nothing. It's like an insurmountable freaking hole for them, right? The other thing is when you can't stop the run. Like, Cleveland, they'll be favored against the Saints, but they can get housed by anybody because they can't stop the run. So there's a chance that, like, the Saints, I mean, you, you, I know you're going to laugh at me when I say this, but there's a chance this, we, we're, we're next Christ, on Christmas Eve at 3.30, we're like, the Saints just ran for 250 yards. I can't believe what I just witnessed. They won a football game, and Andy Dalton completed 11 passes. What is happening? But, uh, so we'll see. Uh, if you want to talk, ask for requests. Intensive purposes, what you got for us? Whew. Hey, Ralph. Uh, I think uh, I just really needed this one. I needed it so bad. I said I said it all week. I said, I said if the Saints are going to go 5-12, and 12, I got to have this one. I got to have, yeah. I got to sweep Atlanta. So thank exactly. you, Dennis Allen. And you made, it, it Chris, you made so Christmas much. special. Yeah, sorry. So go ahead. No, I was just saying, you know, if, if we had blown that in the fourth quarter oh, the way it looked God. like we set ourselves up to in the most Saints way possible, like I felt the darkness coming there. And I'm with <laughs> you. I, I just <clears throat> I just want to celebrate today. Uh, I got a lot of criticisms, but I don't feel like saying any of them. Everybody else will bring them up. I just want to hit, wish you guys <laughs> Merry Christmas, Thanks, Happy man. Holidays. Thank you for the laughs. Hey, and is Tampa? And, is Tampa? Yeah. Is and, and listen, I, you, intensive purpose. You don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell me if you say, think the Saints are going to win the South because the Saints still win in the South is like a two percent chance. But yeah, are the Saints going to be alive mathematically playing Carolina? <sighs> Man, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to jinx it if I even say I have hope. Um, but it's, you know, it's, hey, it's, it's possible. It's possible. Um, I, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm never out on my team until we're out. That's right. That's, that's how Andrew but, is. You know, you, you know, it can't happen, but I, I just like to me, and I know Dave will, will yell at me tomorrow and Kevin, and Kevin won't, but Dave will, they'll yell at me and say, Hey, you know, I'll go through all the possibilities, but here's the thing, guys, here, here's the thing that I want. And being like saints beat Atlanta. I'll have a couple drinks. I'll root for Tom Brady to lose. And then I'll go in the next week and I'll be like, beat Cleveland. And then I'll watch on Christmas Day or Christmas night and I'll root for Tom Brady to lose again. Like, that is way more of a fun football experience to me than being like, ah, yeah. oh, the Saints are out of it. They can't, there's no, there, there's literally no possible way they can win. Like, that's not fun. Like, it's fun to get on the New York Times playoff calculator. It's fun to get on the playoff simulator and dream. Like, dreams on a, like, Absolutely. we're not hurting anybody. We're just having fun. Like, it's not, I'm not hurting anybody with my dreams. Absolutely, I hear you. And for today, I'm just going to drink those Dirty Bird tears. <laughs> if we could add some Brady tears to it, it'd be a beautiful cocktail. It would be. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm living happy and optimistic, and who knows? Who knows, <laughs> who knows man? Anything's possible. We, we could, who we knows could, and who that? Who that? That's right. Man, with Deshaun Watson, he ain't looking so great. We could, we could beat him. And I, if you, if you want to talk, request it. And I'll say this. Like... If you if you if you if you're listening to this, you're on Twitter, so you probably follow the Falcoholic and you follow Falcons fans, dude. They hate 
Taysom Hill so much because he's 3-0 and against him as a starting quarterback. And every time that man throws a pass against anyone else in the NFL, he looks terrible. And we're like, why are you trying to play quarterback? Against the Falcons, Taysom Hill, he really does look like the next Steve Young that Sean Payton told Troy Aikman he was. Like, if, if Taysom Hill could just play against Atlanta every week, he might go to Canton as a quarterback. Like It is so hilarious and so funny. Uh, I love it. So, listen, guys. Uh... Andrew's at the Superdome with his kid. He's meeting up with Manadula after the game. Dave's at the game. I don't know where Kevin is. He said he might join us. But if you have comments, pipe in. Join the fun, man. Listen, it's it, five and nine. We we know we know what it is. We know what this 2022 Saints are. But listen, you invested three hours of your time in the game. You might as well have a lot of laughs and have a lot of fun. Um, you know, and it was nice. I, I thought. I can't say Pete Carmichael. I'm not going to say he had a good game calling it because some of his some of his calls and some of his like personnel groupings, I'm just like maddening. It's like, dude, it's third and ten, and you got you don't have Kamara, Taysom Hill, or Shahid on the field. Pete, what are you doing? Like, it just drives me bonkers sometimes, right? But on the other hand, I'm like, you threw a pass to Taysom to Shahid. That was cool. You were running motion. You you had Kamara at quarterback. Like they were doing fun. They were doing fun stuff. Um, all right, Skooks, I, I got to invite you to speak because because Skooks, like me, he's an old head. I, I, want, I want you old heads to, to pipe in here. And it's okay. This is, a safe, this is a safe place. This is a safe space, right? How frightened were you when Atlanta got the ball back down 21-18 and you knew that a Hail Mary, you thought a Hail Mary was coming? How afraid were you? How afraid were you? I want you old heads. I want you old heads to pipe in and tell me how afraid you are. You are because, listen, I'm going to be completely honest. I am 46 years old, and I know the entire history of the Saints. Atlanta completed – they completed a Hail Mary against the Saints in 79. They had another one. They, they The refs called pass interference. Atlanta got to run another play from the one-yard line and beat the Saints. Like, Hail Mary they, – they, the Atlanta fans call it Big Ben and Son of Big Ben. Like, that's the two play calls against the Saints. So, I was – Skooks, I was, I was petrified, and my wife was like, "Why are you so scared? Atlanta can't go eighty yards in nine seconds." And I was like, "You don't understand, and I don't have time to explain it to you." Like, how afraid were you when Atlanta got the ball back at the end of the game? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I mean, I was looking for Big Ben. I know oh, he's always hiding under the oh bed somewhere. God. Oh my god, it was Skooks. It was terrible. I was, I was, I was petrified because. Like the 2022 Saints, everything pointed to something horrible happening. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's look, that was a Saints Falcons game. Oh, you've dude. seen those before. Yeah, but that's that how the Saints Falcons game you could have. Like, it, that's the, that is the maximum prescription Saints Falcons game allowed by law. It might even have been beyond the legal limit and black, black market Saints Falcons game. Like, dude, it had, every, it had everything. It really did. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I don't know if you mentioned this or not yet. I, I know a lot of people probably, probably saw Asher tweeted it out, but uh, today the Saints took the lead in the all-time series between these two teams for the first time since 1967 when they won the original Saints Falcons matchup. Here's the thing, though. There. If you count the playoff game, it's tied. It's 54. Oh, yeah, but, you know, yeah, playoffs. It's 54. In, so in it's our 50, world, do playoffs even matter? No, it's 50. Like, you, regular season, it's 54-53. It's, it, and, if, and if you're like, why is it an uneven number? Because in 1987, 
when the players went on strike, the one game that got canceled and not replayed was Saints Falcons. So that's of why course. the number is odd. Which is which is fun because that means the regular season series can never be tied. Right, right, right. It's amazing. I mean, and it shouldn't be. There's, there should never be. No one should ever feel like comfortable with the way uh, the the numbers look. Right. No. It should never be even. It should always feel a little strange and weird, and and, and you should be apprehensive about whatever it is. And yeah. that's perfect. Yeah. So, Skooks, I, before you get out of here, I got a question for you because me, I feel like me and you are on the same wavelength, like Saints history wise and feelings and emotions. And and I've said for <laughs> I've said for a couple of weeks now. And I even said it, I said it before the Tampa game, and as maximum amount of pain as the Tampa game was, after Tampa lost to San Francisco, I said it again. I said, the Saints, the 2022 Saints, people say, you think you're done with them emotionally, but the 2022 (laughs) Saints are not done with us emotionally. And I believe in my soul, Skooks, that they have one more moment of absolute pain to deliver to us. And I, but but here's. But here's the thing. I can't figure out the scenario. Is the scenario finishing eight and nine, but we look back at that Tampa game and we're like, you stupid son of a bitch. If you just beat Tampa, we'd be playing in the playoffs. Is that the maximum amount of pain? I don't think it is. I'm trying to conjure up the maximum amount of pain. I feel like the maximum amount of pain is Saints, Panthers flexed to Sunday night. Both of them are seven and nine. Winner gets the South, and something horribly, horribly wrong goes for the Saints. Like I just, I feel like uh, is is Buford Jordan going to play in that game? <laughs> he might. Can he play running back? The Saints running back situation is, but besides behind Kamara is sad. Like it is, it's just it's sad. Like they got, uh, yeah. they got Emo Phillips. They signed him, but they didn't. He was inactive today. Um, like it. Like it's it's sad. Skooks over under Saints before you get out of here over six and a half or under six and a half wins. Well, I, that's where I played at the beginning of the season. I said they're going to win like six six games, and so like who who the hell knows? Now we're in uh, we're in unknown territory now that Dennis Allen has won five games. Right. No one ever knew he could do that before. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> guys, the limit. Who knows? <sighs> Final. Th- this is my final question, and then we'll get on to some other people. All right, Rob Bud, Rich, and Eddie. I want if I want the NFC South crown, even though I know it's not attainable, Skooks. I want it so bad, and it would be one of the greatest enjoyments of my Saints fandom if the Saints won this stupid division at seven and ten. Like I'm serious, it would be up there with the Super Bowl for me. That is not a lie. That is not a hot take. Truly. Like if the Saints won this division at seven and ten, it would truly want to be one of the most enjoyable things they've ever given me in my forty-six years on this earth. Oh man, you're preaching to the choir. I mean, like, what do we want more than anything else? We want something interesting right. to happen. Like, and here, they, and thanks, Scooks, for joining. Us. And here's here's my this is my this is my dream. If this happens, I will never ask for God anything Saints related for five years. I want the seven and ten Saints to play the Cowboys and boat race the Cowboys. And as they're boat racing the Cowboys, everyone is just tweeting at the Cowboys. Two first, Jerry. Three first, Jerry. Are you firing Mike McCarthy in the tunnel? Does he get to fly back with the team? Like, that's my dream. I want it. Like, the Saints and 7 and 10 Saints just housing the Cowboys. Uh, Budrich, what you got for us? 
Budrich, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, now I can hear you. Go ahead. So, uh, what, what were you asking her? I'm just uh, asking Rob? you, like, your thoughts on the game. Like, what did you think of it? Oh, man, that that was just too close, too close for comfort. But I'm glad we, I'm glad we oh, swept him. It's it can be the one bright spot, but I hate our defensive line. Well, interior defensive line oh to be God, more it's so bad. bad. It's so bad. I hate it. It's... I hate it. Like. Ayamada had one good play. It's so bad. And then he was a steamroll for the rest of the game. It's so bad. It's it's so bad. And Dennis Allen wants to rush four and they can't. And it's yeah, so bad. And it's like it's it's these things that when you have to look at the entire team, I mean some flack. He deserves some of it, but if your defensive line cannot get pe- cannot even beat up Atlanta's offensive no, line. No, it's just bad. It's you, just know bad. Some, you know something it's bad. is up. Like, it's bad. That's not on Dennis they, Allen. Dennis Allen did what Sean, Sean Payton did at receiver for years and years, where he's just like, ah, it doesn't matter. I'll make it work. I'll make it work. And they, the Saints did that on the defensive interior the last two or three years, and that it's bit him in the ass. Like, they've all regressed. Mm-hmm. David Onya, Mata, they just have a bunch of dudes that are replacement-level dudes at defensive tackle. And yeah. it kills them. It kills them because here's the thing. Cam is declining. And teams yeah. just are like, we don't respect your de- defensive, in- defensive interior. We're going to let them beat us one-on-one. We don't think you can. So they just double those ends. And the Saints can't create a pass rush. And it, and it kills them because yeah. of other things on the defense. And listen, the frustrating thing with that is – the Saints, they've invested a ton. Like, they paid on Yamada a decent amount. They mm-hmm. Marcus two first. They drafted Peyton Turner. Like, it isn't like they spent, it isn't like they didn't spend draft capital and money to make it good. Like, yeah, well, they spent it on Ed Rushers, not the interior defensive line. They never right. found replacements for Sheldon Rankins, and they never found a replacement for Malcolm uh, Brown. Brown. Both, That's right. They never found replacements for those guys. And if you find replacements for them, well, it's a different story. Yeah, because but... here's, here's the thing. They were always kind of struggle with pass rush, but Malcolm Brown and Onyemata and the guys that they've had since 2010, like they could stop the run. So like the Saints, yeah. were, the Saints were a brick wall against the run, so they get I mean, you I in third and long. I would Tyler Davidson right now. My God, I'd, I'd, give, my, I'd give my bad arm for Tyler Davidson. I, dude, yeah, I'd give I mean, it, dude, Sheldon Rankins in his current form would be their best defensive tackle. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's doing he's doing fine for the Jets. I mean, Dennis Allen wants to run his defense similar to how San Francisco's run it, where they can rush four, you have three great line, two or three great linebackers, and the secondary can be fine. Not not game breaking, but fine. Mm-hmm. But the key is the that front four, having two great edge rushers and two and a defensive line that can make the push. And you don't have that. And I think he's going to let Ayamata walk. He's going to keep only Tuttle and Roach, and that's it. He's going to get two new starters to play alongside Jordan. Dav- he might bring back Davenport. I think they might give him like a cheap two-year deal and also work in Payne Turner. But that interior defensive line is going to get reworked. Oh, it's got to be. It's got, I, I, th- I, think, I think interior defensive line and running back is there is the thing. Are the thing oh, yeah. Like Dennis I, Allen, like I when think, they have the meeting, he's going to be like yeah. – he's going to apologize to the offensive staff and be like, yeah, you were right. We should have got you a running back. We're going to fix that. And they're going to go and get a guy in free yeah. agency or draft a guy. I wouldn't, I know it would make the nerds mad, but uh, if they drafted B. John Robinson out of Texas with like the late first round pick that they got for Peyton, like I wouldn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I, yeah. would, I wouldn't hate it. Like if they picked it uh, like, I would also, I would also love the kid from UCLA, Zach Charbonnet, in the second or third round. Yeah, like like I think that because here's the thing, you can get run stuffing defensive tackles in free agency. The Saints yeah, could go you, and get two of them, and it would probably only cost them like eleven million dollars. You know, yeah, like, I mean, you, you got because you, you, you can't you can't have a defensive tackle. You can't have a defensive tackle that can't stop the run and can't give you a push. Uh, but yeah, I've, been, I've been asking everybody this. Oh, and by the way, Joe Burrow, I freaking hate you. He threw a pick apparently. Oh yeah, I saw that. When I saw him live action, I was about to just start <laughs> swearing up and down because he got bad at the line. He got intercepted. So, uh, so it. Cincinnati, get your shit together. Uh, over under for the Saints six and a half wins, Butteridge. Ooh, I have to go with under because I don't know. If they can, well, it depends. In the game against Philly, it's going to depend if they already lock up the number one seed. And I think for for that to happen, yeah, uh, Minnesota will have to lose one more game. And no, actually, no. Wait, no. If Philadelphia wins next week, I think they lock up the one seed because they beat Minnesota head to head. Yeah, Minnesota. So, yeah. If, if, if Philadelphia so wins we next week, it's locked. Eagles. Everything's on lock. So the question yeah. then becomes Philadelphia, and they can just sit their starters. So the question for Philadelphia though is. Do you want to sit your starters for three weeks? That's a long. Well, it would be two. Long. It would be two weeks though. Well, uh, yeah, I guess I guess three weeks because you would have them once. Yeah, I'm forgetting. Yeah, but yeah, that's. But do you but risk I... it? Because like so far they've had good health. Yeah. Luck, similar to how they had in 2017. So it so it's a real I'm tempting fate right here. I mean, I, I think probably Philadelphia. Against the Saints would be like we're gonna play everybody for a half. Yeah, and I got one more thing before you let me go because I know you're about to let me go. That fumble recovery by Bradley Roby—that's that one lucky bounce the Saints have just not been able to get all season. That's right, except for that one moment. They just like like you give them you give them one more of those. And they're going to be tied for first in the NFC South. Like, just yeah, give me, just give me one like, more. Imagine you do that against the Bucks, or you do that against Cincinnati. Uh, you know, yeah, Cincinnati. Just, just that one lucky bounce that just goes your way. Yeah, it's it. That's what it comes down to. That's how they beat Atlanta, and that's how you know that's what's just been lacking. You get yeah. that bounce, it's just you you start winning games. Yeah, and, and thanks, Butters. Mm-hmm. I want to say this too. I, I thought, and, and we're going to be here for about we're going to get, we're going to do this about ten more minutes, and then I'm going to get out of here. Um, I, I want to say this. I think I think Andy Dalton. He's been like okay, like he's been okay. He's not great. I don't want him as like I'm not saying he's a good starter and keep him next year. No, but the thing with Andy Dalton, like I don't know that you can ask much more of Andy Dalton. Like he's protecting the ball. He doesn't put it at risk. He did it again today. Like, you know, um, it's one of those things where like he's 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 efficient, you know, and, and you look at you look at his uh you look at his box score, and it's just one of those things where you're like, eh, Danny Dalton, he's, he's not he's not good, right? Uh, but like he didn't he put it this way, Andy Dalton, what you want out of him is Give me a little something and don't lose this game. You know, 11 of 17, 151 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 132 rating. Like, he was all right. You know, and Taysom had the, 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 uh, the two, was two for two. So the Saints quarterbacks were 13 and 19 for 214 yards, three touchdowns. Like, that's it. Like, 
Like, you're not getting any much anymore to Andy Dalton. Now, look, if Atlanta had gone down and scored, like, we know Andy Dalton's like, he's not leading, he's not leading the drive to win the game. But, like, don't lose, lose the game, Andrew. And I feel like starting against the Rams, San Francisco, well, San Francisco, they fumbled a bunch, but the Rams, San Francisco, Tampa today, like, that's four weeks in a row where, like, Andy's done, like, exactly what you want him to do. Uh, and, like, He's been pretty like Andy's been pretty good. Like if you told me like when 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 Andy's first started playing like this is what they were gonna get out of him, I would have expected the Saints to like they're six and nine. I would have expected him to be like like five and nine. I'd expect him to be like seven and eight or a couple more wins, and it just it just hasn't worked out. So listen, uh, Cincinnati will probably let us down because Cincinnati uh, if they win they will have gone three and zero against the. Uh, NFC South. I mean, 4-0 against the NFC South. Buccaneers are driving on them, of course. I think the dream is probably gonna going to die today, it looks like. Cincinnati looks like they're flat. Of course, they're red hot. And the one freaking thing we need from them, they can't give us. Um, but we'll see. So, But that doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Just, thing is, is the Saints beat Atlanta. They swept Atlanta. They got it done. Uh, it was tremendous work by them. Uh, and listen, we we have a ton of questions that we'll, with the Saints, we'll, we'll get answers for uh, the rest of the year. But today, enjoy it. Enjoy beating Atlanta. If you're not going to enjoy beating Atlanta, the Saints are never going to give you any kind of joy in your life, in your football experience. Like, beating Atlanta is what we're here to do. And they did it. It took a little luck. And you know what? It's kind of better that way because now you go over to Falcoholic, you go over to Atlanta Twitter, and they'll just lament this and lament that. And if he just would have, blah, 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 stupid Saints were better than him. And it makes it better because it's just the Saints just beat him out of sheer luck. That's all it was. It was just luck. And the Saints have been unlucky all year. But in 2022, when the Saints absolutely positively needed the most luck of all they got it both times against atlanta so guys thanks for joining us please support the show go to saintshappyhour.com become a patron at any level seven ten twelve dollars try us out for a month if you don't like it i'll give you a refund but you're gonna love it you get in our discord you get the swag you get access to the podcast every day i promise it'll be the most best value you can invest to make your Saints fan experience that much better. So guys, thanks for joining us. We will see you on the live stream Monday night, 9 o'clock.